0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to the channel. So, this is actually going to be a pretty short podcast episode. Um, It regards a dream that I had involving Haster and Cthulhu. So, in the dream, and this is very, you know, there's not a a good beginning or ending like many dreams have, Um, I remember... I remember being connected to this very strange device that inserted itself into my nervous system and basically made me act, but not think. And the action was driven into me rather than me thinking about doing an action. But it's uh, it was kind of like a squid light thing, a squid like thing along my spine. And I remember the feeling of my mind just going blank. Um, it wasn't long after that. And I'll, a- actually, that, that happened just after a house kind of collapsed upon me. A very big house, very old house. And what the vision I saw next was of fluidic space. It's as if space was just completely Fluid. It wasn't like you were beneath an ocean. It was more like you were in a universe or dimension that everything was just fluidic. Um, instead of space, there was fluid. Um, and I saw a bunch of skinny jellyfish-like things that I knew belonged to Haster. But when I say skinny, um, I mean that they were very, very large. Like you could say the size of a skyscraper. Um And they were, they had tendrils. You could tell they were intelligent. And you could tell that they were more like ships than just creatures. And they were floating around this huge, huge entity. And they were actually just floating past him. But then this huge entity just woke up. Um, So if the jellyfish beings were like skyscrapers, you could say that this being was like, 10 times the Capitol building in the United States. Uh, Very, very big. Uh, And it was clearly Cthulhu. And he was waking up and he was very angry. I don't know why he was angry. I don't know why he was angered by all these um, extensions of Hastur around him. But he was very, very angry. And he started to lash out for sure. Um, there's not a whole lot of information that I got from the dream afterwards. I mean, I, I literally can't remember anything after that part in the dream. Um but that's it was it was a strange thing to witness because even going to sleep my mind wasn't in that attuned to that. It wasn't in that realm of thought. But it was this very shocking, very vivid, very um you can even say personal dream because the house that collapsed, collapsed onto me at the very beginning is my grandparents' house. And there was some connection, you know, DNA or down the line, familial lines, that perhaps I am connected to Haster in a way that, um, you know, my lineage, most of my lineage did not know or does not know. the The thing about dreams is that you can't take them... Too literally most of the time. Uh, they're very symbolic. Because when we sleep. Our soul leaves our bodies. But not in the sense of. You know when we're woken up. It takes time to get back. No. Uh, we tune into a different space of consciousness. And then what we view as dreams. Is actually viewed by, by our ego. By our. Um, by our self that is not the soul. So a lot of the times. We have inhibitions. A lot of the times we are afraid. A lot of the times um we see things that are directly the result of our mind rather than uh the result of uh soul contact or soul connection. So it's dreams are very informative. And I do have many nightmares. I actually take a night uh nightmare pill a pill <laughs> pill, there we go. Um and uh you know with my other psych meds but um, there's there's this vibrance with dreams and people who dream vividly. Um, it can be maddening once you're alone with your own mind without that essence that you really want to come back. Um, or it can be positive or, or wonderful um, or mild. I rarely have mild dreams, but I usually have very vivid dreams. I think it's important to... Try to interpret dreams, but not think that it's a direct interpretation or something that's concrete. Like this is how things are somewhere else. Um, They are messages trying to be trying to break through our barrier of the idea of self, the idea of our ego, and get to the heart of our understanding. They are not complete glimpses uh, into other worlds. Sometimes they are, but very rarely. So we have to take every dream and how we interpret it with a grand assault, if not a picture, and move forward, conscious of what we've dreamt, write it down. Very good to write it down, keep a dream journal, um, conscious of um, the changing nature of our dreams, and try to figure out what exactly is going on in our mind, even if it's not connected to soul. Or maybe even not an external force, but if it's not connected to soul and our minds are trying to work themselves out, then what is the meaning of the dream? That's something we all have to keep in mind when we're dr- well after we wake up in interpreting dreams. At any rate, this is a very short podcast episode. Uh, I do apologize, but that's I felt like that a lot of people in the community of uh, Covenant of Haster... Uh people working on the Wall Rider project and people interested in Haster and Madness would enjoy this little bit. At any rate, thank you very much for listening and hope all of you have a wonderful day.